I was an evil ruler and I wanted to create mental illness, what would I do? I'd create American society with fast food restaurants everywhere, with food deserts, with this notion that alcohol is a health food or marijuana is innocuous, uh, or the news is in fact the news, because the news is not the news. The news is a marketing device for advertisers to make money, and they scare you, where millions of amazing things happened yesterday, but you never hear about them because they don't get eyeballs. Fear is a primitive response. The brain pays attention to fear first and so they scare you and in that way they can sell you the medications that have this laundry list of side effects. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the No Boundaries podcast where facts are facts and opinions hurt people's feelings. As always, we encourage you to subscribe, rate, and review us on the Apple's podcast app, on SoundCloud, on Google Play. Um, I think we're on Amazon Music. Still don't know what it is you do on Spotify, but please go and do that. Harmony said all you can do on Spotify is follow. Spotify? Spotify? <laughs> Spotify? I, I made that up? Get a bit of copyright that. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, it's your boy Javito Stark. The tech yes, tycoon. Woo. They ain't no, they, ain't, they don't know lie either. That ain't, that's that. That might be an understatement, to be honest with you. Yeah. With the one and only Willie F. Hey man, a lot has happened since the last time we recorded. I know we're not going to get into all of it, but are you good? I'm good, man. I'm I'm ready. Uh, I had this concept that I wanted to do. Uh, basically, ten minutes. Of, I I wanted to say sixty minutes of death. But knowing us, we're probably going to go over. So, I mean, it's really a 10 minutes of death thing. This is something new I want to try. Uh, and I just wanted to try to hit on every topic that we pretty much missed in the last two weeks. Put on the timer, go in on it for 10 minutes. If we don't need the whole 10 minutes, cool. But at the 10-minute mark, you know, stop and get into something else. Um, okay, okay, I like, I, I I like it. Yeah, I feel, I feel like that gives us a chance to, um, you know, talk about some things. And, you know, one of the, speaking of harmony, but not even like just other listeners, a lot of listeners that, that I talked to, they were like, hey, y'all done had enough guests. <laughs> like, y'all have had enough guests. It's been cool. You know, thanks to all the guests that have been on, in, in, you know, in 2022, I think that was a nice way to start it off. I'm not saying we won't have any more guests, but for the most part, and I've, I've talked to people like me, y'all have had a lot of guests. It's been cool getting you know getting multiple perspectives you know get back to what y'all do because uh i think one of the things that they said was like y'all tend to miss out on talking about certain things because y'all get real guest focused and mm -hmm. and it's like you know but uh, you know i enjoy i enjoy the guest i don't think there was any guests i didn't enjoy so and and, and to me it's a sign of appreciation I, pr I appreciate y'all for, for being friends of ours, friends of the show, whatever, what have you. And I know people have their opinions. And if I can, if we can extend our platform for you to come get that opinion, then, then, then uh, you know, I appreciate you for coming. Straight up, make, make, take, a, take a time out of your day to come, come fool with us, you know. So, um, look, man, 
I don't even know how many topics I have, but once again, the whole concept of the 10 minutes of death thing is the focus on the topic. If we need 10 minutes, we'll get to it, and then we can just go on with our regular conversations like we tend to do. Um, obviously, I like it. in the last, it's been what, two weeks? You set the time, you start the time already? No, I haven't set the time already, because uh, I wanted to uh, make sure that uh, we actually knew what we wanted to talk about. So let's let's kind of try to agree on some topics real quick that we wanted okay. that we want to touch. Uh, I would say if I give you two or three, you give me two or three. Once again, it might be hard. And y'all gotta understand, people. We just we're winging this right now for sure. Uh, this might be something that we do like once a month, just depending on how we feel. Um, and obviously, some of the topics that we pull up might be the same so yeah, let's yeah. see here uh so if you were to put a topic out the there last two weeks yeah uh let's see will will and jada happen in the last two weeks so we talk about that 10 minutes okay we can go ahead and continue to beat that dead horse for um, sure uh did we did we get the the, the trans swimmer was that has that been we, the past two Le- weeks? leah thomas we did not we did not yeah. talk about uh leah thomas Mr. Leah Thomas. Um let me let me let me go back and, and, and see what I what I posted on the socials here, see if, if anything good there. It's always something good, always. If not, I'll be posting bullshit. <laughs> Everybody knows it. <laughs> Everybody freaking knows it. Let's see. One year anniversary of DMX death, RPX. I'm gonna I'm go ahead and, and throw my throw my throw one of mine out there. It's gonna be the. Uh, the uh, I don't feel like we ever really talked about it with the uh, Lauren Field Smith, the, the the girl that died in uh, Bridgeport, the Bridgeport, Connecticut death. The, you know what I'm talking about? Uh, mm-hmm. if, if you don't, if you don't, if I say it doesn't matter. And I was gonna link that to the most recent death with the uh, girl Courtney Taylor that uh, killed her black boyfriend, and she saw she was saw out and about just doing her thing. I kind of feel like that's that's two, and then um. The other one is you sent me something about uh, the new the new serial killer being con artist. I think that that's mm. a that's a that's a that's a good one. Kind of want to talk about that, and then for my last one, I'm gonna talk about the uh, the genius documentary. Um, don't mean to just steal your thunder like that, but clearly I was prepared. <laughs> yeah, you 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 were you were prepared, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. So I guess you got one more if there was anything else on your mind. And obviously we're just we're testing something out here. And I just, you know, whatever you got, bro. Whatever I got, got I got something super light that I'm I'm gonna leave at the end. Okay, okay. Uh yeah, super light, sports related. So, you know, if we have any time left over, we'll get into it. And if not, we we won't. Okay, okay. So I'll just I'll just put sports and you know, most of the people that do not have Female genitalia probably don't care about the sports segment. So yeah, hey, no. yeah, if it's at, if it's at the end, you know, it'll be all right. Okay, so uh, the timer is about to get set. I think it's gonna be hilarious. Uh, just actually setting a timer and trying to do this because I think this is fucking complicated. But um, yeah, you got to challenge yourself. 
We do, yeah, yeah, we really do. I mean, it's, y'all ain't seen us in a minute. We, we, uh, yeah, whatever, yeah, we do. So, uh, let me know when you're ready, man. Uh, if I can find my clock app over here like an old man that don't know what he's doing. <laughs> uh, and the timer has started. Just say when, man. Uh, so Will obviously, Will, Will and Jada, the slap at the Oscars. We don't have, have to really tell you too much behind it at this point. You know, probably the ups and downs of it. I personally feel, and I and I told you about about a back and forth that I had about this topic, saying that you know, basically that Jada didn't necessarily tell Will that he needed to do something. Well, she told him that he needed to do something, but didn't tell her him that he needed to go slap that man. Which, granted, she didn't. But I feel that Jada is a narcissistic egomaniac who has to have all the attention on herself, and which is causing this man to really crumble before our eyes. We're talking about. Independence Day Will Smith, this Mr. Fourth of July Will Smith is really becoming a shell of himself right before us. And to me, I think it's it's a I'm not gonna say it's all her fault because he is a grown ass man and can make his own decisions, but I'd say a lot of this is due to her. Hey, you got I mean, so you have way more to say than that, but I am gonna interject. Uh I'm gonna say this. I don't know these people. I don't trust anybody in Hollywood. I personally think that they're all they're all they're all actors for a reason. I think that when they take when they when it comes down time to elevate their acting skills, uh, they they will go to heights that we we couldn't even imagine. I tell people all the time, bro, man, you have you have Hollywood actors that will be act will be you know doing a movie and their families don't even know. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you have Hollywood actors that could be in your city for a whole three months. You'll never see them. You know what I'm saying? They'll be filming in your fucking city for a whole three, four months, maybe in a year, and you'll never see them. Like these dudes, the level of secrecy they will go to, go to, go to in order to keep shit a secret, it's really unmatched. I mean, for me, it's it's CIA level, it's government level secrecy. These people are different to me. They're wired different. They're talk, speaking about locked in. They when they lock in, it's different. I say all that to say, I still feel this is all theater. It's all bullshit. Um, and in the end, I, we would have never ever known that Will Smith was even getting an Oscar if it wasn't for that slap. I think that slap, in a sense, elevated Chris Rock's career. It. You know, knowing that people love negativity, it, it's, it's elevated Will Smith's career. I mean, there, I would say it's a large portion of people that probably, you know, figured out about the situation that didn't even know who Chris Rock was. Uh, it's people that really don't even know who Jada Pickett is unless they attach her to Willow or Will, you know, and things like that. So I definitely agree with you as far as her being a narcissistic egomaniac, but I think all actors are, just like I think all politicians are. I think literally all of them are to to clamor for that type of attention and to thrive off that type of attention. You have to be in a certain mind frame. Mm-hmm. I don't think people like me and you are like that's why we don't strive to be seen like that. But today, people that love being on the camera, people that love being captured on the camera, like those people have a level of narcissism to them that comes with the territory it's almost needed to be successful in that arena that when they ca- when they're getting applauded that's when they go harder 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's certain it's certain people out there that don't need applause. They still gonna go hard. You know, so you know, not to, not to get off course, but the point to me is these people are, you know, the Smiths. To me, they're getting more attention than they probably ever would have as a family versus as, you know, just being legitimately good actors, which Will is outside of everybody else. Like, I don't I've never found, you know, the red carpet shit interesting. Like, just like somebody may not find No Boundary Podcast interesting, like that's like a podcast thing that I, I don't find it interesting. I find it to be like this pseudo intelligence that it it doesn't really it doesn't suit me. And like you said, from the beginning of it, from the, from the moment I've noticed it, the, from the moment I started even hearing about the red carpet, it's red carpet or red table? Red, red table. table. The moment I start, yeah, what is the meaning of red table? What does that mean? I have no fucking idea. Okay. I think the table minute, just happened to be red. Oh, okay, okay. I mean, from the minute I started hearing about red table, it was on the, it was basically on the back of Will Smith being made a fool out of. Before that, I didn't know anything about Red Table, so it's something to think about. It's mm-hmm. a it's a good marketing plan. You don't Red Table doesn't get much attention unless you try to bring in the most famous Black American man, the most recognizable actor in Hollywood. Unless you bring him into it, I mean, who's talking about Red Table? Who's talking about Jada? I mean, who's talking about Willow? Just saying. You had one hit song and and then and then that was it. Anyways, <clears throat> Leah Thomas, NCAA swimmer. Damn, you got four minutes left. You a hero? You know what? <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, I got ten minutes on each topic. Yeah, if you want to use it, if you feel like you don't need oh, to use. Oh, I thought we were gonna try to run through all of these in ten minutes and then move forward. Oh no no no! Oh, that, I yeah, didn't understand minutes. the concept. Yeah, I, oh, yeah. Well, that's why I'm not a teacher. That's why well, I'm not a teacher if, anymore. <laughs> well, then if that's the case, <laughs> it's so much, and 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 I think you would refer to it as political theater, and and even with this, I think whatever whatever the term may be, that's what, a lot of what's going on because we're getting the oh Willow wrote this letter to Tupac, and you know Will did this for Jada's 40th birthday, and she hated it, and. She talks about how she went through, you know, two months of just depression and crying every day and how Will had to come out. And I was talking to Greg about it, I think, where he where he brought and you had talked about um, Will's relationship with Margot Robbie, which kind of, which is speculated to have led to Jada doing some, some some of this wild shit or whatever. And so, like, we're getting all this information, but none of it is coming from the source. Yes, correct. So all of it is just speculation. And we're out there to. You know, you don't have to form your own opinion. You can mind your own goddamn business. But hey, we're we're bored, I, and I and I'm I'm not saying this from a from a, a a higher than thou standpoint because I've been in I've been sitting here, you know, taking in what's been going on between the two of them, and just looking and saying, well, shit. To me, the way that the media is putting it out of there is that damn. When my opinion is formed, my my opinion is formed as Jada is the bad person because that's what I'm seeing. Kind of like when when the media puts information out about the Kardashians, damn, maybe Kanye is a bad person because that's how the media is spinning it. This woman with a sex tape has done no wrong. This woman who married Chris Humphreys for what less than three weeks or whatever has done mm-hmm. no wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, the fat Kardashian sister has done no wrong, which I've, I've been on this podcast saying that Chloe's attractive, and I still think she is, but she's still the fat sister. Uh, you know, it's like these are the people that do no wrong because that's how the media puts it out there. 
So I'm sitting here and I'm who looking are these at these people. Who are these people? Okay, well, I'm 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 everywhere, but I'm I'm referring to women in in, in this. That's situation. all I did. You. There you yeah. go. There you yeah, go. I'm I'm referring to women in this situation because they're they're put on this pedestal that they can do no wrong, and you know Jada to me is attention grabbing, and I got into this this conversation with somebody, and again I'm stating hypotheticals because the only facts that I know are that these two people exist. So. I'm looking at that and then I'm talking and she's like, well, you know, maybe Jada was just so mortified that she didn't know what to do or, or this, this and this. And I'm like, that's possible too. anything is possible. But since I'm sitting here forming an opinion and you're sitting here forming an opinion, none of this can be proven. None of this can be proven. So you can't sit here and tell me that, oh, I'm reaching and, and I'm jumping to the conclusions when you're doing the exact same reach. And you jump into the exact same conclusions. You're just on the other side. And now this might be sexist and I might be favoring men while you're favoring women, whatever, what have you. But at the end of the day, we're just people on the outside looking through a microscope at people's lives who don't give a shit about us. That last part, the, the main the main objective of them is to capture our attention and keep them relevant. And they have done that successfully because, as you see, I didn't post anything about it wasn't going to post anything about it really didn't want to talk about it but the people that reached out to me was like man i'm just curious about your opinion on it you know that 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 makes us you know that's my narcissistic side feeling great about somebody caring about what i think about this situation when at the Bro, end of the day Derek jackson <laughs> a lot of people been sending me this to hear my thoughts about it damn don't tell me they yeah. doing you you welly jackson Damn. Hey, man, I, 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 I'm, I'm much worse. <laughs> I'm much worse. But um, at, at the end of the day, man, you know, it's interesting. Uh, my overall, not so I don't, because we got 40 seconds left. Overall, my reaction to the whole situation is still that it was staged. It was a marketing ploy to to garner the more more attention for a dying Oscars ceremony that nobody cares about anymore. And also, it, it to me, this is a peak in Will Smith's career. I still haven't watched King Richard. I probably never will, but I'm glad he won something for it because I've always thought Will Smith was an above average actor, at least. Mm -hmm. You know, so, you know, unfortunately with Jada, I have nothing positive to say about her, but I think she's doing the typical thing a woman would do as she begins to age out and nobody's really interested in her no more. That's that's really my opinion on her. Hey, I know people hate that sound. <laughs> See, I, I like a subtle alarm. Like, give me the birds chirping and just slowly turn the volume up or something like that. Like, don't 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 scare the shit out of me with that radar alarm. <laughs> Goddamn. Okay, I'm. I let you let you. I'm gonna let you set the alarm this time. You right, get the ten I'm, minutes. I'm gonna set the alarm this time. <laughs> Damn, now I got to find my timer app. There it is. Ten minutos. Correct, sir. I, I mean, it, it might be hard to, to dive into something that, that long for 10 minutes. I, I Like I said, I knew we could do 10 minutes on that one, though. That was that was nothing. So here we are. We're, we're, we're at Leah Thomas. Do you want to – did you start the time already? No. Nah, say when. Okay. So uh, just so we can um, – be a little more accurate. I just want to make sure because I don't want to say that the wrong thing. Uh, okay, I'm ready. I just wanted to make sure that I got uh, what school she went to. Which, 
this person went to Pennsylvania, right? Yeah, I want to say Penn State, Mr. Leah Thomas, Penn State. Okay. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. You start whenever you want, man. All right, timer's rolling. Okay. So, for those that don't know, Leah Thomas was formerly a male athlete in 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 college. Transitioned um, between she, seasons. She he is still in the process athlete. of transitioning. Yes, correct. Okay. So, anyways, competed with the women this um during this this competitive season and blew their fucking doors off to say the least. <sighs> and I did, and, and while we were coming up with top topics, I looked up and was like, okay, and men, he, she, they were ranked at 554th in the 200 yard freestyle. And now she is ranked fifth in the event competing against the women. So clearly there's a competitive advantage there. Yes. And, and I don't know the answer to this because I do feel like, Hey, you make a choice to transition. That's on you. I'm not a hundred percent sure that I'm, I, I, I feel like people need to find a place to put you after you've made that choice. I do feel like you should be allowed to compete, but I don't know exactly where the parameters should be when it comes to that. Like clearly you weren't good enough to be at the top of the men's bracket. You change, you transition, you begin the process. Now you're, you know, tops of the women's women's bracket. That seems unfair to these women who've been women their whole entire lives. And they've been training this hard. It just, to me, it sounds like a cop out and I could be wrong. I have talked, I've talked to nobody that's transgender about this. So if I'm being ignorant, please excuse my ignorance. It feels like a cop out because you could hack it in one place. So you, you played down, you're punching down to go be a champion at someplace else. It's like a heavyweight fighting. It's, it's like Ali fighting, fighting Floyd Mayweather. He may not catch him, but when he does catch him, it's going to be, that broken. shit is going to hurt. Yeah, it's going to hurt, man. I wouldn't want to be on the other side of that one. I would not want to be on the other side of that one. I, I know you got more. I'm, 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 I want to give, give you some time, and then I want to come back. Okay, okay. So, look, man. Leah Thomas got a whole ding a -ling. So, <laughs> let's, uh, let's just let's, let's, let's stop. Let's stop the bullshit, man. Like, we got to stop playing. I can agree with you on one part where I feel like they need to be in their own division. Like, hey, there's this, there's this one. There, there are transgender swimmers, believe it or not, everywhere. I believe Leah Thomas actually lost to another uh, um, transgender swimmer. So, with all that being said, let's just go ahead and do this trans 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 league. Just have it to where transgenders, you know, compete against each other, other transgenders, whether it's you know. Trans woman binary lane. Yeah, yeah. Just you know, just do your own thing, and you know, let's see how many people come out to that. You know, if that, and I'm, you know, I'm not trying to pit them against each other, but I'm, I'm almost certain that <clears throat> the amount of people that come and even want to spectate that new division will tell you everything you need to know in regards to. Is this something that's going to bring about money? Because when it all comes to it, all this shit is entertainment, bro. So I personally think a lot of this shit is happening just to bring attention to a, a, 
an aspect of sports that people really aren't paying attention to. I've been saying this for a long time. The WNBA, you know, I, I know, you know, young girls out there that are, you know, dying to get to the WNBA. And you have the NBA, you have ESPN. They're, they're pandering. They're trying to force it on us. They want us to be interested. But I'm sorry, we're not interested. A lot of us aren't. When's the last time you and your boys went to get together to go watch a WNBA game? You know, when's the last time you and your boys went to go when, just just get together and go watch female sports in general? What if you weren't if you weren't going to watch somebody that you weren't related to? You know, let's just let's keep it a buck. You know, this is once again another ploy. It's another way to grab attention for something that really doesn't get much attention. So this whole this whole transgender thing. It's really being implemented and it's really do they're doing this because they want to bring attention to it. And it's mm -hmm. working. You know, people are going to be like, it's, it's a freak show. It's a freak show. Like you said, you don't know any transgender people or whatever. Yeah, because transgender people are very, 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 very rare. You're not just going to go places in, in, a, in, in your sub, in a suburban area where you're just going to run into a trans person. It's not that common. More, more than likely, you're going to run into a trans person in the inner city, in, a, in specific areas. Because for the most part, they're probably staying to themselves, and they're probably really, they're probably really segregated off into little areas. Like they're not common. Mm -hmm. It's so it's like it's just like it's just like homosexuality and all that shit. 25 years ago, it was less than a percent of the nation. But now what they're doing is all this stuff is it's a marketing tool. To, to capture people's attention. It's some weirdo out there that doesn't get enough attention, has nothing else to do, probably probably an incel, probably, you know, and he's like, shit, why not mutilate myself? Maybe when after I mutilate myself, somebody will actually give a damn about me. Just saying. And oh. see, I, I don't I don't even look at it from the aspect of segregation. Like even even in this instance, all right, we'll say we have a men's division, we have a women's division, we have a non-binary division. Fine, cool. You know, this person wins the men's, this person wins the women's, this person wins the non-binary. Then if you want to get everybody together and then have a swim off, I'm fine with that because races are not subjective. You know who wins. Because. If we go, if we go to you know stuff like gymnastics where there are scores and it's subject to you know, uh, somebody's feelings at the time. All right. I, there, there's some gray area there, but races are not subjective. But, but when you do that, you got to realize that nine times out of 10, you're going to have the man that's been a natural swimmer, his whole entire life that wins the non-binary who was a man and then went down to, you know, be a woman that, that beat all the other women or the non-binaries. And then you're going to have a woman that comes in last. And then women aren't going to like that. And I don't blame you because, you you know, you're you're already competing somewhere that's out of your lane. Like Serena Williams did the interview where she was like, I'll I don't want to play. Andy Murray keeps trying to play me. I don't want to play Andy Murray. Andy Murray is a man. The way men's tennis is compared to what women's tennis is, is completely different. Is You know, they serve different. They move faster. They're, they're more agile. It's, it's basically two different sports. I know that Andy Murray would probably beat me, she said, in, in about 30 minutes in straight sets. That's a realization. You look at anybody in the in the WNBA and you say, oh, this such such person could play in the NBA. And they can't. They can't. They could they couldn't they couldn't beat the bench of the worst team in the NBA. They couldn't. Nah. And it's it, just it's factual. 
it's factual. And I and I don't know why we have to be so so pins and needles about this. This is why, you know, this is why a man shouldn't. Well, first of all, nobody should put their hands on anybody, but a man shouldn't put his hands on a woman because your average man. Keyword is average, average. is stronger than your average woman. Again, mm-hmm. keyword is average. Now, if your average man is out here fighting Ronda Rousey, she's gonna beat the brakes off this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Very good chance. Very good chance. Very good chance. But when you when you're looking at the average person, you realize that genders are separated, even though as I said it's not segregation, for a specific reason. So you are competing against people that are on your level. And as a transgender swimmer who still have a whole dangling out here, you're not competing on your level. Man, dude, literally it was reports that came out before this shit hit the airwaves that he was making other swimmers uncomfortable in the locker room because his whole dingaling was out. It's like, my guy, this is a woman's locker room. You know, if you got a whole dingaling and you got an erection while we in here naked, that's a problem. I, granted, yeah, I know I, as a man, I know I cannot control erections. These shits be randomly happening. But at the same time, you are you you're in here with a stimuli. That's not it's right. A, it's a sign of good health, physical health at, at least. But him wanting to 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 play in female sports, I think that regardless of how a lot of you progressives want to see it, this is this is dangerous. This is very dangerous because I'm gonna say it again. When I was growing up, the only time I ever came across, you know, cross dressers or trannies was ex cons. Dudes came out of prison on that shit. Yeah, the dudes came out of prison on some on some I'm I'm a woman now shit. And then you know, gays that wanted to dress up. You know, once again, I never heard RuPaul consider himself a trans person. You know what I'm saying? So, long story short, this whole movement has gotten out of hand. And it's just unfortunate that it's trickling down to the kids because to me, this isn't simple gender dysphoria anymore. Is that that song? Is that it? I just heard the alarm. That's the alarm. Let me me tell you something, bro. Nice song, baby. If I want to, if I ever want to get fired, I'm going to use your alarm because I'm not waking up. (laughs) But see, I don't sleep. So the tiniest sound or anything like that, that's going to wake me up anyways. That makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. But I'm definitely sleeping through that shit. That that shit was too soft. My ass was about to start. Keep on talking, bro. Yeah, Lee. So okay, so um, on to the next one. I'm, I'm I'm liking this so far. I think it'll get smoother in the future. You know, uh, on to the next topic. I don't know what you know about this topic, but once again, it's two topics, and um, I'm gonna go ahead and start the timer, and I'm gonna I'm gonna preface this topic this way. Mm-hmm. In current society, we have a tendency for both races, black, white specifically, because it tends to just be black and white and everybody else just tends to not be a target in these conversations. Black and white, are they tend to want to date. Interracial dating has been legal, I want to say, for well over 50 years, if I'm not mistaken. Could be less. Who knows? But recently... We're getting into we're, we're we're seeing these headlines that sometimes like to highlight the fact that the couple is interracial, somebody died, and for the most part, in these two cases, 
it was a quote unquote person of color, which I take offense to that term because I felt like colored people was an offensive term. And all y'all did was try to make people of color sound more eloquent, but it's the same shit. But anyways, some niggas got killed by white people. Some niggas (laughs) got killed. I, I, I apologize. I don't want to be insensitive on this topic. <laughs> but just got killed. <laughs> I'm saying that in, in, in the two individuals that were murdered, killed, however you want to frame it, they they it's 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 a track record of them not liking their own people. Mm-hmm. In the case of Lauren Smith Fields, she's a 24-year-old girl. And if you're bored enough, you can actually go on Facebook. Her her account is still active. Like, it's not private. You can see, for the most part, her lifestyle on Facebook. And you can see what type of person she was if you want to judge her off of that. Because, once again, you're listening to No Boundaries Podcast. We're not about to try to sit on a, 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 a high moral throne. I'm just trying to kick it real with you. Lauren Smithfield, bless her heart, rest in peace. But there is actual footage of her and how she is. And she seems like a a normal, a regular 24-year-old, 25-year-old black woman. I don't know much about the guy that um, is the suspect in her case, which he's technically not the suspect in her case because the way the case was handled they basically were like, well, he seems like a nice guy. He it didn't seem like he would do anything like that. And there were not there was not enough evidence to to really put it on him. So long story short, I believe there's enough evidence out there to say, like, she even said it. She's like, hey, if if I get to the, if you see me dating a white person, you know that I didn't got tired of you coloreds. Like specific quote. Like that's something she requoted or retweeted or however you say it on Facebook. I don't take stuff like that serious. But no. the fact of the matter is, at a, at 24 years old, she went on a bumble date with this Matthew Fontaine guy. Um, and they said, I want to say after the third day of knowing each other, she invited him out to her place. And in the, some some at some point during the meeting, she was like, hey, I need $40 to get my nails done. They had, I guess, the typical, you know, Netflix and chill type of night where they took tequila shots. Her brother came over, apparently, and the brother said she seemed normal. Fast forward to the end of the story. Matthew Fontaine's calling the police because she's saying the girl went from snoring a couple hours before to her nose being full of blood and being dead. And the ambulance came and got her. Uh, the, the family wasn't notified until like a day and a half later, the landlord notified him and basically was like, Hey, if you're looking for Lawrence Smith fields, reach out to me. So in the end, it was really fucked up how the case was handled. And there are a bunch of podcasts out there that you could just type in her name, a bunch of podcasts out there that's going to get information better than I can. Uh, once again, I'm try- I, I want to get your side of how you feel about this too. I just want to say once again, this topic is interesting to me. The Lauren Smith topic is interesting to me because I didn't see a bunch of black men saying that's what she got. But that's what she deserved. I, I didn't see that. I probably saw it a couple times, but not to the extent of the other case 
with Courtney Taylor. What's the other guy? What's the guy's name that she killed? Uh, well, go ahead. Go ahead. Tell me how you feel about this so far. The interracial dating. Black woman gets murdered. And white dudes walking free. Like, how, how does that make you feel? As somebody who's dated interracially before, I feel like I'm an expert on this subject. So wow. I thank the panel for putting me on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow. But no, it's like, look. The same thing. The same thing I said about interracial dating is the same thing I said about people being um, homosexuals. I don't give a shit who you're trying to fuck as long as it's not me. So you know, whatever. So okay. when it comes to that, I don't feel that you need to put down your own race because you decided to date interracial. I don't think you should put down another race because you decided to date only within your race. Same thing for homosexuals. So when it comes to those people who are saying, hey, you know, when you see me with a white man, just know that I got tired of you niggas or whatever. And or this guy says, you know, I can't I can't I'm tired of these jigaboo ass sisters. I need me a white queen or whatever. That's what I take offense to, because you don't have to put down anybody to be with somebody else. So and then in these in these both these instances where somebody passed away, look, nobody gets what they deserve when they die. An untimely death. Some people do dumb shit and end up dying. I get that. But when when somebody takes your life, you don't get what you deserve. That shit's not funny. That shit's not cute. I don't care if you black Twitter, white Twitter, gay Twitter, straight Twitter, Asian Twitter, titty Twitter, titty Twitter, Twitter. <laughs> Ironically, Elon Musk is trying to drop the W in Twitter. He's like has a poll going. He's like, should I drop the W? <laughs> Twitter. So what? He got too much money. He got too much money. He got too much money, man. You just but wake see, up. But but to, to see when you go out there and you say shit like that, you're saying a lot about yourself. Like, yeah, this this person might have been out there and said, you know, hey, I'm tired of dating black women. I'm tired of dating white women or black men, whatever, what have you. I'm gonna start dating out of my race. That's on them. That's their fucking business. And so when they die. You know, and it's not because, oh, they dated outside of their race. No, they fucked with somebody that was crazy. And she crazy actually all she actually admits to be she actually says specifically is one of her quotes that she's like, I only fuck with rich black guys. And she admits to being toxic. Like, that's something that, you know, at 25 years old, that's that's something that she said. Crazy comes in all different colors, shapes and sizes. Straight up. So it did. This didn't happen solely because she was a white woman. Didn't happen solely because he was a black man. Didn't happen solely because she was a black. Lauren Lauren Smith Fields was a black woman, and she was with a white man. This isn't why these th things happen. These things happen because people have these mental de defects, and they fuck up. Uh, not even fuck up. They they come true to form. You mess with somebody that's psychotic and crazy, and then they come out and it's like, oh shit, this person is truly psychotic and crazy. So I think it's really fucked up when people get on the internet. It's like, that's what you get for saying that you wanted a white woman. No, that's not what he get because he didn't deserve that. That's what she gets for saying that, you know, she was done with, with black men, so she went to a white man. No, that's not what she got. And I think it's fucking disgusting when people talk like that. Hey, man, that shit, that shit is evil. And um, and I feel like, you know, in this last minute and a half, one thing I want y'all to understand is I don't condone the behavior on either side. I don't think anybody should date outside of their race you know, consciously because they feel like they're tired of a race. Cause I'm telling y'all right now, a lot of these, a lot of these, a lot the the modern day thinking 
if you're dealing with somebody that has adopted this modern day thinking, I don't care what race they are. They're going to be on the same shit, just low key. So we looking at Courtney Taylor and we looking at Lawrence Midfield. To me, they seem like similar people because I can really go into more in depth with how Lawrence Midfield was kind of like handling herself. But if I go look at Lawrence Midfield's Facebook page and I look at Courtney Taylor's, they're very similar. The skin color is just different. You know, I don't know much about um, about, about the Fontaine guy, but the Nigerian guy, Christian, he um, like from and one of the, the thing that had shocked me about this case is they both went to Texas State apparently, so they're from the area. I want to say they're from Dallas. So long story short, y'all can try to do all this, you know, this race baiting shit, but modern society, man, y'all just callous and evil. A lot of y'all just say y'all just so entitled and don't give a shit. So when people saw her out in a restaurant just doing her shit, dog, to me, that's just a sign of you a sociopath. If you could just kill somebody mm-hmm. out there like that and just go on about your regular day, just be at the club on some just like on some I didn't do nothing shit. That's scary. Claiming self-defense, whatever you want to do, the shit just evil. Somebody just lost their life. You turn up. That is a sign of a failed society. When you are getting that from individuals of all colors aside, like that shit's scary. Oh man, how you like one that? One million one? percent. That was better. That was a, that was a lot better. I, 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 yeah, I wouldn't. One. I wouldn't sleep through that one. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And and, okay. and and it's not as scary. It's not okay. sounding like Chernobyl is dying. <laughs> but, okay. but but before before we move on, I, I do want to want to want to finish with saying, yes, you can say quote unquote that race is a type, but. I feel like I can find the type, quote unquote, of woman that I like in many different races, and they can still be crazy as shit too. And then I might have to start looking like, is it me? Is it the type of woman that I like? Because there's always some self reflection that needs to go on in that. Nobody walks around with their personality personality type on their forehead, you know. Nah. And, when, and when it all comes down to it, if we're talking about physicality, I mean, once again, we all know that I would say your average man does like a certain type of woman and that certain type of woman could come in all in all colors to be honest with you and the fact that everybody's trying to look brazilian i mean what y'all really saying what y'all really saying because i mean it's plenty it's plenty of white women out there that want to look black and there's black women out there that want to look white it's asian women out there that want to look black i mean it, so on and so forth so y'all gotta stop the cap y'all just y'all just are inherently racist and y'all just don't like anybody you know enjoying their lives you know, it, that's really what it comes down to. But the alarm setting is on you when you're ready. No, two things. Two things um, came to mind when you brought that up. Um, one, how many trans people do you think you'd find in Brazil? Man, uh, I, I feel like there's a lot of trans people in Brazil. I, I, yeah, because just like you know in in Mexico and places like just yeah it's it it can get it can get really weird man it it gets really weird especially when you have people are just able to just get surgery whenever they want to there is no restrictions or standards to how people could just go in there and say hey I want to modify this I mean pretty much once you leave the U.S. it's it's a free-for-all I would say in most developed countries that don't have the restrictions that the U.S. has, I can imagine there being a lot of trans people running around, a lot of people that are just, that look like freaking aliens, honestly. You know, I think, I think there is clearly something going on 
the the people, the marionettes of this country are doing this shit on purpose. And I've posted about it many times in the blog. Like it goes from overweight people to people not being able to look you it, it when it gets to the point where you look at somebody and you really you're not confident what their gender is that's scary and then we celebrate it and we just say oh that's just fine like nah man like what happened like why haven't we gotten to the point where we want to like be a, a healthy minded society and a physically healthy society like we just like we not finna fight for that we just like fuck it you want to you want to chop your shit off at five years old? Go ahead. Go ahead. Ma- you know, mama mama wants you to to live in her delusions because that's that's really Munchausen uh, syndrome by proxy. Like you're telling your child that they're sick when they're just really going through a typical phase that kids were going through 30 years ago, and a lot of these kids grew up and they're fine. You know, but anyways, man. And then and then when you get to the stage and you start going through puberty. Oh, by the way, Google said the trans population is like two percent but you you start going through puberty and then your feelings and emotions start to change you not here with no dangling titties chopped off had a nice nice pair of titties you cut them off because you want to sit here and you want to pretend that you're a boy but you're still now you got to take these and and a large part of that is people have gotten so used to taking medications that people are going to start taking these these hormone blockers as if it's just some regular modern day vitamins. Like it's an like, everyday vitamin. Like no nah, man, like you're literally disrupting your growth. You're fucking shit up inside. And you can't and you can't sit here and say, oh yeah, it's cool for you to take hormone blockers, but at the same time you have so much negativity to say about birth control. Very strange. Say man, I got the timer set when you ever you want me to press the button. Hey man, I'm ready when you are. Like I said, uh, the ten minutes of death. We killed that one. We that was fourteen minutes of death. <laughs> and here we are. Look, man. Look, when I say, I think Ash had hit me up. I had posted something, and it basically, I think I had posted something about um old girl that had thrive. I think it was a Philando Castile. Uh, the the he so he was so something I guess he died because of a lunch some some lunch thing or some shit was he the one that died because of uh, overdue lunch no, no he died when the the cop pulled him and his girlfriend over on Facebook he had a, yeah yeah on Facebook and he had a he had a gun on him and he was telling this cat the cop he was authorized to carry everything and he got shot killed in the passenger seat had had her she was I think she was driving he was a passenger seat baby was in in the back something like that. But, but he, he was attached to the school where he yeah, was he known for paying old, paying up overdue lunch fines. Correct. And this woman, she happened to be white. She steps in and like, you know, I'm going to carry on his legacy. But instead of carrying on his legacy, she filled up her bank account with $200,000. And yeah. she has to pay $120,000 back, apparently. I don't know how that works. But um, once again... Sounds like a con artist to me. And Ash was Ash pretty much just said, basically, I mean, on some, if you ain't, I mean, it's, it's scamming is that's what it is. If you ain't scamming, you ain't trying to make no bread. You ain't scamming, you ain't trying. You know, you know how we feel about the PPP. Like <laughs> that. You, that now you gotta feel like about the BLM, like you feel about the PPP. These they are here, like I'm trying to figure out. How we as a people can be like 
as far as I'm concerned, Black Panthers wasn't on that type of shit. There was numerous occasions where you can track Black Panthers record and you can see that they gave back to the communities that they resided in, whether it was Oakland, Los Angeles, Chicago, Little Rock, Denver. The Black Panther Party, wherever their presence was felt, people can say, oh, yeah, they was out, you know, giving turkeys out on holiday. Man, they opened up places for us to come get, you know, physical exams and you know stuff like that. They made so, the impoverished community better. Black Lives Matter, since the beginning of this shit, has never done anything for black communities other than cause them to be outraged. They have pissed people off time and time again. And when they when they came about, they pushed their Democrat, their liberal ideology out there. It was like, hey, you want this to stop? You need to vote this way. You need to do this. Meanwhile, give us some money. For what? What am I donating to you for? You're coming to my city. You're getting people. And I'm not even going to say people loot and riot. But y'all get people out here all hot and bothered. You got them in the streets. And then you don't even control the situation. You just bounce with your check. Now you got a bunch of unorganized people out here that are angry because somebody just died. And the only reason that they're really angry is because you told them to be angry. And once again, meanwhile, we're giving you money for what? You telling us to, to, to paint, to, to remove our profile pictures, make them black to stand in solidarity with you. Meanwhile, you collecting a check for what? I'm confused here. I mean, can somebody truthfully tell me that BLM has come to their school or come to their block and has done anything positive, like anything other than come to your city and 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 lead people in the direction of destruction. Because Kenosha, that was that was that was BLM provoke, uh, uh, provoked. Uh, that shit that happened. I mean, the whole George, all the riots that happened, or the the looting, the protest, whatever you want to call it, all that was BLM provoked. The uh, the Chad, the, uh, the, what is that? The chop situation in Seattle. That was BLM provoked. They set up a whole fucking city block. Once again, that shit's still going down, by the way. Chaz is that autonomous zone in Portland, my bad. In Portland. That shit's still going on. There's still, there are federal buildings that you can't get into because people are upset that a black man that they never met in their life died on camera. And 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 the conversation was, oh, we're gonna do some police reform. We're gonna do this. We're gonna we're gonna establish systems to take care of the mentally ill instead of having police come handle those situations. And it's kind of like, damn, why is that taking so long? Because there are already people who have careers in mental health. How come it's taking so long to mobilize them? What exactly do you want out of police reform? Because I know we talked about it here is about, you know, policing their own neighborhood. You're not hiring cops out of, you know, these impoverished neighborhoods to then be police officers in those same neighborhoods. That's the shit that's not happening. So at the same time, why, what, 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 are, what are we doing here? Like, where is this money going? 
you like to give money thing, saying that it's a good cause. And then you see people's like, oh, well, don't don't donate money to the Red Cross and, and don't and don't take your stuff to the goodwill because they turn a profit off of it and everything like this. It's like, do we do we just not realize that we are in a for profit country and that if it smells like a scam and it looks like a scam, it probably is. And there are a lot more people out here to do bad than it is people out here to do good. Nobody wants to accept that fact nowadays. I mean, you're the same people that have been scammed and have been conned. They'll still blame it on capitalism, not realizing, all right, so how did this woman obtain a $6 million home? How did she obtain a $6 million home? It had nothing to do with capitalism. It was nonprofit. You just gave your money away. You, you Same you, way the pastor do. <laughs> you made your money through capitalism, which helps you survive and thrive. And you gave it away to somebody that's on some socialist shit, in my opinion. It's like, hey, you need to go make money for me so I can advance my cause. But you're still mad at capitalism. I'm confused. I'm confused. While you're sitting in an apartment with your mom and dad, you donated money to somebody that has a seven-bedroom home. And you couldn't you couldn't step foot in her yard without somebody probably chasing you off or trying to attack you. You know, it's crazy. And once again, I was reading something the other day. It was just, it's just whether you said, black or white. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. All the BLM. Yeah, that's cool. But just do it on the other side of my fence. I was looking at a BLM protest one time. I want to say the when I was watching some of the people that was doing like, look, man. As cringe as that Will Smith slap was, I want to let y'all know something. Y'all make me cringe when y'all go out to the when y'all were going out to these protests and y'all was doing these shots where y'all was having y'all fist up pretending to be oppressed. Like that shit was cringe to me because I know that most of y'all was just gonna go back to y'all homes peacefully, go on y'all phones, doctor those photos up. Do whatever type of Photoshop y'all need to do, do to them. Pick the best photo that y'all could find to post it on the internet so y'all could see that, so y'all could pretend to be a part of the cause while at the same time, y'all finna probably go out here and do some ratchet shit that does not advance the cause any, in any way. You just as much as a scammer as they are. Because at the end of the day, the only reason that you choose to virtue signal is so you can seem like you're a part of the, a part of the movement. Nobody wants to be left out. Everybody wants to feel like, oh, you know, should I, I'm down. I'm down with the movement, brother. I'm down. Yeah, yeah. I'm down, soul sister. And then you go home and then you watching Keeping Up with the Kardashians. I'm confused. <laughs> but like like we talked about the other day, when you when you have to do the group think because you're afraid to be yourself within the group. Yeah, you're down for the cause. But when you get back there, you sit there and you get by yourself. You're like, man, I can see the reasonable doubt in this. I can see, you know, and I'm not talking about any 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 you know situation in particular or anything like that. It's like, man, I can see how 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 this situation could have went awry. I could I could see how how both parties could have done done something better. This seems like it was the perfect storm of bullshit that ended up with the situation being the way it is. But you can't do that in a group. If you want to be successful in this country, no matter what color you are, you have to be able to disconnect yourself from the hive mind. If you're not confident enough to disconnect, if you're not confident enough to disconnect from the hive mind, which you can call it the matrix, you can call it groupthink. If you can't disconnect from that and move accordingly and move in a way that where you're where you're still happy, like oh, I'm good. Like I don't. If y'all don't fuck with me, that's fine. 
If you can't do that, then you're not ready. It's that simple. You're not ready. And when I say you're not ready, you're not ready for life. You're not ready for this world. Because I'm telling you, successful people do not have to connect to the hive mind in order to con- for their success to continue. They don't mind being alienated. You know, you know what I'm saying? And, I, and I'm saying that to segue into the next topic. But let me set the time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to just use the same, the same, whatchamacallit, because uh, I didn't have time to switch up. <laughs> oh, no, I just, let me just, uh, no, that's not switch up. But yeah, this is, this is, this is fun. This is challenging. Kind of takes me back to the Bay class. But look, man, genius. Kanye's documentary on Netflix. That's a prime example of somebody saying, fuck the hive mind. It's a prime example of somebody going against the grain and realizing that in order for me to thrive, I have to do this thing my way, regardless of who believes in me. Because at the end of the day, mm-hmm. one thing that I noticed about this documentary, which I felt, you know, shout out to to, to uh, Cody and, and Chike, like that shit was, I felt like it was beautifully put together. I, I think that because so many of us just can't accept Kanye for being a unique unique individual that he is, I feel like that documentary just didn't get the love it should have gotten, in my opinion. Maybe I wasn't paying attention, but I feel like it wasn't I feel like it wasn't um championed enough for what it was simply because Trump lives rent free in a lot of people's heads, and it's almost like if you have any connection to Trump, I don't like you. And to this day, I still ask people, what don't you like about Trump? They really can't tell you. They still no. this day people still can't tell you. And when they tell me it's some bullshit, they probably got off CNN or MSNBC or whatever. But my point is, Kanye is a perfect example of what it takes to just be. He's he to me, he he's a good example of success in this world, especially as a black man. That, in all honesty, most a lot of black people these days, like I said, if you're talking to them, they'll probably try to pretend like they don't like them, but I know they do. But I feel like you were about to say something, so go ahead. No, I was just saying a lot of people don't like um, Donald Trump's persona, but a lot of what he did as a president was pretty much on par. Pretty much on par with what you needed to do in order to be considered a successful president, I guess. But once again, it depends on what you define as successful. Yeah. And and I was I actually had a conversation about Kanye West earlier, and what I appreciated about that documentary was when I watched, it, I was like, "Oh, this has always been Kanye. Always. This isn't this isn't this new person who who turned up and you know went crazy after his mom died. Even though Cootie did make, he's like, I can I can sense a change in him. And they, you know, they were talking about, you know, he'd be on tour and it's like, you know, they's like, oh, you didn't take enough time for yourself and say shit. My mom would have told me to go to work, so that's what I'm gonna do. And it's like, you know, everybody processes pain differently. So everybody, him yeah. continuing to do work and, and, and to do these foundations and stuff in his mom's name. Because if you watch the documentary, his mom was his best friend. Like, no no question about it. They were they were best friends. Mm-hmm. So when you look at the documentary and you you look at it, it's like, oh, this is this has always been Kanye. Now, maybe he doesn't have her as checks and balances anymore. And he he he's more more liable to go even further and not have his mom call and say, Come on, Kanye. Now you know better than that, or, or whatever, or however their conversation would go. This still looks like the same Kanye to me. Pretty much, I think. I think. I think if you're not artistic, 
it's a good chance you won't understand Kanye. If you don't have any, like, if you don't have any sense of creativity, then you won't understand him. If you're just, if you're unoriginal in every sense, you won't understand Kanye. If you've never been passionate about something. Exactly. If you've never had unwavering confidence in yourself. And it's not even delusional, because once again, like I told you, it's a lot of people on Skid Row that thought they was going to be the next Michael Jackson. It's a lot of homeless people in, in the in the tents downtown uh, downtown Houston that came here thinking, oh shit, I'm finna be the next Beyonce. Like it's a lot of people that have that artistic drive, but guess what? They don't have the talent to match it. See, Kanye had the talent. It was undeniable. Back and unfortunately for him, he had the passion and the drive. Because I'm gonna tell y'all right now, it's a bunch of dudes out there that probably was better than Michael Jordan. But guess what? They didn't have that drive. They didn't have that ambition. They didn't have that willing to, to to sacrifice certain things. And, you know, for the most part, even though they probably was better than Michael Michael Jordan, you know, skill-wise, they probably didn't have, you know, um, the uh, the opportunity. You know, they probably didn't have that that lane where they could, you know, get in the gym as much as he could. So someone probably went to jail for all we know. Someone probably died. You know, sometimes the lane isn't perfectly paved for you to – be that guy, you know, that doesn't mean quit. And um, like I said, the people that that tend to not quit, you're taking a chance because when you when you take a chance, you risk things, you could you should you could end up homeless. <laughs> I'm telling you, you can. a lot of a lot of homeless people, man, it, it ain't it ain't always simply just drugs. It's 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 that delusional confidence. That like <laughs> I, I watched Crypto King. This nigga took out eighty five thousand dollars in loans to put in crypto, and he got, happened to get in on the back end, and now he couldn't pay them loans back. He had to sell his condo and shit. Oh, that's what Crypto King is about. Oh yeah, it's 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 about uh, this this uh, this founder of a cryptocurrency out of Canada that ended up getting like a hundred and fifty million and ended up dying conveniently, and you know having all these people money. Oh, it's it's an interesting. Watch then con artist, the new serial killer, and that's like that shit is just that th- just to think about that man. It's like it just gets you to think in your head, like man, like this is where we are in the world now. And I told you, I think it's mainly because people value money the more than they value their lives. Like, like just the fact that you know, you know, not to not to to segue back, but when I think about Courtney Taylor, I feel like at some point the the her 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 rich black guy pretty much just got in her way at some point. It was like, I got to get rid of this nigga. You know, let me, let me get rid of this nigga. Let me get to the next bag because people are like roaches. Now when they're in your way, you just, you just stomp them. Yeah. He, he's rich and black, but I want to do white things <laughs> and he's, and he's standing in the way. Yeah. You know, so, um, segue forward. And he, he, he's rich and black, but not a pro athlete. So it's like, ah, I, you know, I'm not getting the notoriety, you know. I'm getting the money, but I'm not getting the notoriety that I normally get if I'm dealing with a rich black pro athlete. So, look, man, like you said, the notoriety. Like nobody wants to build like Kanye to become Kanye. We all know that this generation is about the shortcut. I would I, this, and and I can't even. It's hard for me to even pinpoint millennials, Gen Z, and all that shit anymore. It doesn't even matter to me anymore. It's the it's the modern day thinking for me. And it really feels like once a person gets captured by TikTok, 
Twitter, once that shit becomes their identity, like, I feel like those people really can't be taken seriously or, you know, taken seriously in a way like, I, I see you, I, I, I know what you want, but like, I got to keep a distance from you because you may not value my life the same way I value yours because you're you're walking around here. You're treating this life like it's the metaverse. But this real life, you take somebody's life out here, it's over. It's done for. You know, you and the crazy thing is. Speaking about the shortcuts, it's like. People. I think another reason why people try to that, that kind of ignored the Kanye uh, documentary is because, once again, we live in a very anti-capitalistic time time period right now because you have a lot of these people out here, once again, that just hate capitalism for everything that it stands for. And it's hilarious to me because I always find a hypocrisy in it. But Kanye's mentality was a very bootstrap mentality. Did mm-hmm. you hear him a lot of times? It's like, I believed in myself. I worked hard. I worked hard. These niggas ain't trying to hear that right now. Fuck no. Niggas, niggas said work. What? Put, put me on, nigga. I gotta go to work. I gotta try. Boy, take a chance. Wait, bet on myself? Nah. Only thing I'm betting on is I'm finna find somebody. Out. Straight up, I'm about to find somebody to forge these documents for me, so I can get to this bag. I'm going to pretend like I like this guy so I can get to this bag. I'm going to pretend like I like this girl so I can get to this bag. I'm going to do it. I'm going to fake fraud scam. I'm going to do whatever I can do to get to this bag. And guess what? I don't care who I hurt. And that's a sociopath. And modern day thinking is grooming sociopaths. They're grooming people to, to, to normalize a mindset of, it doesn't matter how I get it as long as I get it. And that it is that bag because I want to be able to take trips to places where the people don't even want me there. I want to be able to take <laughs> place. I want to take trips to places where I don't even know what the fucking first language is. I just want to be able to go there, do the same mundane things, be on the beach, drinking the same liquor I'd be drinking if I was in America. Like they just want to be. Just because they just they like that camera want to said, be American in another country. That's it. Like like camera said, nigga want to be the man just cause. Like you know what I'm saying? Like boom, and another though. There we go. There we go. Ooh. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> hey, got one more man. Got one yeah. more, and uh, and this, I, I'm not sure this one isn't gonna, gonna take ten minutes. Yeah, yeah, you said it was sports. I mean, it, it, I feel like I feel like so far it's been a success. I and mean, if we lost some people, we lost some people. And obviously, anybody listening, if you if you want to hear us talk about a certain certain thing, you can just fast forward ten minutes up, and you're most likely go straight to that certain thing. Um, it'd be pretty cool if, like, in the um, in the note section, I'm not forcing you to do this, but like in a note section, you know how you can kind of timestamp something. If you timestamp something for people, that way they can just go to that specific topic. But then again, mm-hmm. a lot of y'all motherfuckers don't even read anyway, so y'all probably won't even see the description, <laughs> you know. But um, R.I.P. Dwayne Haskins. That was tragic. I'm gonna say it on here. I mean, again, again that, that's tragic just because you know nobody deserves to lose their life untimely. 
Yeah, and I, I still don't know the details. At this point, I really don't even want to know the details. I heard he was I, hit by know, like a dump truck or something. Yeah, he was hit by a dump truck. And, uh, you know, I heard some little side conversations. You know, I felt what Adam Schefter said was wrong. But at the same time, I know what he was saying because I said the same thing to you personally. It was personal. It's something I can say between me and you about how I felt about Dwayne Haskins. Yeah. I wouldn't have publicized that. No. And that's the problem with y'all nowadays. Y'all don't know what to keep private and what to keep public. Y'all start, the Twitter fingers start going, and then it's almost like you think you just talking to your girlfriend in the bed. It's pillow talk. Pillow talk ain't pillow talk no more. And I seen something very similar when Kobe Bryant passed away. Uh, there was this one female ESPN reporter, it was Sarah Spain, matter of fact. She wanted to bring up all the all the allegations from Denver. Now it's not the time. It's not the time. Now it's not the time. Let, let's not forget this. No, this is this isn't this is somebody that died an untimely death. This isn't somebody that was put to death for crimes against humanity. This isn't the time. We don't understand that anymore, though. That 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 mindset is gone now. Like, you shouldn't have to explain that to grown people. But guess what? The modern day thinking has everybody feeling like. Oh, I could, this, this wasn't this what needs to be said. This is what people want to hear. It's like, hold on, your close friends might be okay with you saying things like that. You know what I'm saying? You might need to when you post that, make sure that green bubble comes up and only your close friends see it. Cause we don't need to see your thoughts all the time. We are we are not. That's the narcissism I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. If you post things in a way to where you just know. Hundreds of people watching it. That that causes a problem, in my opinion. It's like, bruh, I really don't care about your day. Don't get it twisted. I get a quote from you here and there. That's fine. That's cool. Post some funny memes. That's cool. But then you be telling me all this other shit. I don't care about it. No. Nobody does. No. And if you think people do, you have an ego issue. Because I'm telling you right now. If you're if if you're if the if the healthy if if you're if, if in order for your mind to maintain a healthy point you need people to to view and pretend to care about your day that's dangerous because the minute they start to dwindle and the minute people because the only reason we care, a lot of us care about Will Smith and Jada Smith is because why we was bored we had nothing to do let's talk about it we sit at home. News. It's a Sunday night, Monday we, morning. We definitely said at home because gas kicking our ass. <sighs> Bruh. 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 I just, I, when people, I just, I be, honestly, not being mean, I get out, I do what I got to do now. I still go out. I still enjoy myself. But it's like, some people just being a little unrealistic, thinking that I'm finna main, be living the same lifestyle I was living two years ago. It ain't even fun no more. Because now, now when I'm paying for something and I'm signing that check, I'm like, God damn, this will take a gas. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I'm taking food out of my son's mouth buying this dumb shit. You know? I'm like, this ain't this ain't going to cut it, bro. And this crazy thing is, like, I was already thinking that shit a couple years ago. Like, that's why I'm telling you, like, I'm like, Hagen's, bro. Like, not to put that business out there, but I've been cooking a minute ago. Like, I, I don't be going out for lunch like that. Like, shit, nigga. Mm-hmm. I got food in the house. I've been at that mentality, you know, even, you know, even when the pandemic had kicked off, I'm like, shit, can't go nowhere. Might as well just, you know, get groceries, cook in the house. 
You know, so that really helped me get to where I am now. But it seemed like some people just they just have this this they just have to get out of the house. I believe socializing and getting out of the house is very healthy. I get it. I'm fine with that. But it's like, bro, y'all ain't got bills, priorities. <laughs> like, I don't gotta what get comes, out. The what house. comes first before getting out of the house? Lights, it's, cable, internet. And we we apologize. This is supposed to be about sports, but you know, I guess that was the light part of it. It's just a R I P Dwayne Haskins. But did you have something that you really wanted to say about sports? I mean, uh, oh. Recently, Devin Booker found out that he was part Mexican, and now he feels like he needs to put on for uh, Mexican athletes in the NBA. And then, of course, I was on Black Twitter, and they go, so we just going to acknowledge that it's the other side of you that really got you to the league? And which, of course, Black Twitter is just there for controversy, and I, mm-hmm. and I enjoy it. So it's like a lot of like, oh, you know, let's not look down on the Hispanic athletes and this, this, and this, and there's like... But numbers are numbers. It's a lot more black athletes than are Hispanic ones. Yeah, yeah. Uh, shout out to Grand Theft. You know Grand Theft Alvarado. Yeah, Jose Alvarado. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to that man. <laughs> but I might be to cut you off. Go ahead. That nigga sneaky. That nigga sneaky in the hole, boy. I, I see the I see the Instagram where this nigga came off the backboard. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, whoa. I was like, it's it's some crummy shit, but you talk about top level. This is professional basketball, nigga. You get a check. You got to win. You he just came up from G League, yeah. so he's he making this his position. He's he's good. He's good. I like him, but you know he's if I'm not mistaken, he's he's Spanish. But uh, keep going. What you saying? Because I, I know I got something to say about this. Uh, just just a, there was a lot of backlash saying you know. Hey, let's not let's not discredit any of the Hispanics in the in the NBA. And it's kind of like, yeah, no, 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 no disrespect to them. It's just fewer and far between. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Look, man, can you can you name the top five NBA players right now? Yep. Okay, for you, who's number one? Uh, I'm I'm gonna go Giannis. Foreign number two. Probably Durant. American number three, probably LeBron. You're trying to avoid Embiid. Embiid is number two or three. Okay, you're right. <laughs> my fault. My fault. My fault. You're right. Yeah, he is number two or three. You're right. You're right. So, so then we're gonna go. Then I'm gonna, I'm gonna say Giannis. I'm gonna say Embiid. I'm gonna say KD. I'm gonna still edge LeBron over Steph. Okay. Still edge LeBron over Steph. Okay. And, and when I say that, I mean I I, I, I should have really phrased it like actively right. Like right now at this moment, the top five MVP. Because oh, MVP. MVP. You gotta, you gotta oh, I thought you were saying and players I, I in general. Okay, yeah, okay. So I if I go MVP, then I'm putting I'm putting um Jokic in there and I'm putting Luca in there. Foreign. Foreign, yeah. If you pay attention to the direction that the NBA is going, and this that was a loaded question. If you pay attention to the way the NBA is going, a lot of your top franchises right now, a lot of your top players right now are foreign players. Yes, I agree that blacks dominate the league, but I'm telling you right now. The league is going in a direction that a lot of people are not paying attention to. It's going very, very international. People know it. They see it. They talk about it. But it's a subtle conversation. And that's something about sports that's always been interesting to me. Because it's not a bad thing. But once again, I don't think that you can go to any team and, and you look at their top two or three players and they're not either an interracial player, a foreign player, 
or uh, yeah, interracial player or foreign player. Like those two, those two makeups are mm-hmm. damn near on every team, and they they're the dominant force on every team. At least two players, and that's something that you couldn't say ten years ago. And that that goes Devin Booker, Jason Tatum, you know, Luca, Jokic, and, and Anthony Davis. Trey Trey Young. I don't Trae know Young about Anthony sure. Davis. I know Trey Young for sure. Trey Young for sure. You got um, and then you got Adab- you got Adebayo. Then you got yeah, Tyler yeah. Hero. You know what I'm saying? Like your brothers are still dominating the league, but if once again, if you just continue to pay attention, a lot of these teams are dominated by foreign players, interracial players. The makeup of the NBA is slowly changing, and I think for them to point that out was that your alarm? No, I, I okay. forgot to set the alarm. So oh no wonder. So yeah, yeah, it's okay. just bonus time. Okay, okay. So if you just look at the genetic makeup, not the genetic makeup, the 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 racial makeup of the NBA, it's 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 just like America. You don't pay attention to it, but it's it in the 10, 15 years, you're gonna be like, damn, you're gonna it's gonna be a point of time where it's gonna be a, a team that looks like the Boston Celtics in 78 again. And you're gonna be like, whoa, I didn't see this coming. Cause I, if I'm not mistaken, bro, I mean the Dallas Mavericks are fairly close to that. I want to say the Dallas Mavericks are are, are pretty international. Yeah, Even with Porzingis being gone, they're still pretty international. You know, and I mean that's just and and then I mean the fact that you can even that you even have teams where you can look at the team and be like, you when you have All Star Weekend, you have to you have to acknowledge that these guys are not from America. Like these guys are Canadian, which to me, I mean that's that's American. But you got Canadians and then you got Australians, and once again, like I said. You got a lot of foreign players. And the fact that your top three players in the NBA right now, technically, when you're looking at Giannis, Embiid, and Jokic, none of them are American born. Mm-hmm. That's not something that's not something you would have saw 10 years ago. It's just it's just not. No. Being 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 foreign in the NBA 10, 15 years ago, well, 15, 20 years ago, you were probably a black sheep. I know Yao Ming had his issues. I, I know Elijah Wan had his issues. Matombo, Manubo, like those guys weren't just comfortably NBA players. They, they went through some shit. It's just not talked about because the NBA likes to pander now and make it seem like it's always been this way, but it hasn't. It hasn't. But um, hey man, I enjoyed this. I think we can find more structure to it. That was actually fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. I, is there? Is do you? I mean, I guess in a sense, if there's something we miss, we'll just have to catch it on the flip side. But uh, I guess to summarize, how would you summarize? I mean, everything that we we spoke on. Uh, aside, I mean, the common theme is always there. People need to mind their own goddamn business. Ooh. But <laughs> I mean, if you look at, at every topic that we touched on. A lot of it is, and, and when I say people, I'm including myself because a lot of these topics have nothing to do with me. <laughs> you know, I mean, I maybe I've dated some some toxic women that could have wanted to kill me. You know, whether they be black, white, or other, possibly. Maybe that loosely has anything to do with me. I'm still full dangalang over here, and and you know, identify as a man. Uh, Look, you, you might have con me out of a couple of dinners and maybe some shoes, but you ain't gonna get me for over th- over a couple hundred dollars. Let me tell you that right, goddamn now. If y'all, if y'all haven't seen it, what's the vegan documentary called? Bad Vegan. If y'all ain't seen that, bro, I'm sorry. Like, I agree with you. He 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 might be worse than Simon. Like this, like come on, bro. At least Simon was actually physically able to show you things. 
Simon was a little bit more convincing. Simon actually provided lives for these women to where they were like, oh, shit, I was getting the VIP. We popping bottles. He living it up. Simon actually went full throttle with it. And, like, he had you convinced. This nigga ain't popping. But this nigga, what was his name? Matthew, Gabriel, whoever his I, name I want to say it's Anthony, but I don't remember. I know this nigga was a CIA operative on Call of Duty. Like, that, that's, that's, official, that's as official as his job was. Bruh, this nigga sent her a photo of some money he had photoshopped in his hand. I swear that money was photoshopped. I'm like, bro, he's showing you bands. And you get down because he he got he got a blue check friend of of who was it? Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin on fool He ass. got a blue check friend. Nigga, you know how many many friends I got that's legit and that's scamming too. <laughs> Can't you buy a verified po- like? Everything is for sale. Look, man. Shout out to Tay, our guest, our, le- our last guest. She even said it on there, man. You know, mind your business. Like, ain't nothing wrong with standing in the house and standing out the way, man. Like, mind your business. You ain't got to be a part of everything. And, like, people go, I'm telling you, people listen to the show. I guarantee you, there's a lot of people listen to this show that don't feel that we pro-black enough and blah, blah, blah. And that's fine. But guess what? The way I move, I'm comfortable. I'm at peace with the way I move. I'm not constantly angry every morning like y'all. I'm not beefed up like y'all every morning. Like, I really, the, the y'all anger is my entertainment. I'm going to be honest with y'all. I wake up and I'm like, what y'all mad about today? I ain't going to hold you. If I get a good night's sleep, I might wake up singing a Reading Rainbow theme song or something like. <laughs> life is expensive, but life is good. Life is good. Man. Life is good, man, because I mean. It ain't a lot I could complain about. As much as I, a nigga might want to complain about some shit, I ain't really finna complain about nothing because at the end of the day, regular me, 24-7 me, I really ain't all that nosy. And even if you see me posting news clippings and shit like that, that shit entertaining to me. I really I really only read like 30% of that shit. I was just reading something before we got on here about this chick in Texas that she, she, she murdered her baby and... They let her off. They was like, you know, they they she lives in Texas and abortion laws are too strict. She had to do what she had to do. I'm like, All right, that's a bet. We'll see what how the slippery slope that causes. But I don't I don't go out seeking that information. I just be just be scrolling. I'm like, oh shit, this was happening. All right, bet. You know what I'm saying? This what y'all on? Y'all out here killing babies because y'all 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 live in Texas. All right. See how that work out for you. Karma is a bitch. Karma is a bitch. But shit, man, I mean, I'm, I'm like you, man. To summarize your shit, bro, I'm just going to say, man, a lot of this shit just has to do with minding your business and and, and, and leaving the matrix at some point. Because that shit just, I, I, we've been saying this shit since 2016, man. A lot of this shit that y'all hopping on, this shit ain't healthy. It ain't healthy at all. And when I say it ain't healthy, I mean, that shit, if, if, if it's not, if it ain't feeding your soul, in a in a in a in a healthy way, it's gonna fuck up other parts of you, mentally, physically. You know, all parts of you is gonna be fucked up if it's not nourishing your soul in the right way. But um, anyways, I don't want to get all preachy in this motherfucker. I, I had fun. I did have I fun. Yeah, yeah. Hey, if you're listening, you already know. SoundCloud. I want to say that's like our main streaming service. You go on there, 
you can actually leave comments. You can actually follow SoundCloud. And once again, that's the main streaming service. Nine times out of ten, if we repost something, it's going to be from SoundCloud. Most people that follow us, they have iPhones. So if you didn't know, now you know all you got to do is go download Apple Podcasts. It's going to be a purple logo. You go in there. You subscribe. You can comment. And you look listen to No Boundaries Podcast. And you can you can even share it with your friend. Uh matter of fact, shout out to shout out to Captain Lauren. He's one of our newest listeners. Uh he, you know, not to put his business out there, but he he is actually a pilot. And um he might hop on the show one day. I just, you know, but I don't ever want to put that pressure on people because uh I got a lot to say about airlines. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. Hey man, uh, say <laughs> yeah. If you're on Spotify, you're listening. I don't know what it is you do on Spotify, but whatever it is you do on Spotify, you go ahead and go do that. Uh, I believe we're on uh, some form of Amazon. I'm never going to try to check it out, but if you happen to have an Android phone and that's the only way you can listen to us outside of SoundCloud, SoundCloud go ahead and check out Amazon Music. Um, I don't know if Spotify is actually a real thing, but if it is... That shit sounds dope as fuck. <laughs> hey, check that out too. But... um. As far as words of advice goes, I don't have words of advice, but I am going to say I saw something earlier today that was interesting to me. And this is just one of those things that I just want to remind people about that black lives only matter when it's time to get a political person that represents the blue party in the office. And this is a prime example. I don't know if this is an old case, but I was reading this thing and it goes, hi, my name is Amir Locke. You know who Amir Locke is, Jay? Sound familiar, yeah. Well, he said, I was in my home, had broke no laws and was sleeping on my couch when police no knock raided my home. And even though they were at the wrong apartment, I wasn't the person they were looking for. And I'm a legal gun owner. I was killed within nine seconds of them entering. None of the cops involved will be charged. And America has become so desensitized to police violence and no accountability that most people probably won't care. This young man looks like he's in his early 20s. And from what I understand, he is now dead. His name is Amir Locke. Justice for Amir Locke. In all stolen lives, uh, I'm bringing this up to say, NFL, do your job. Put his name on the jerseys. Make sure that he gets a street named after him, too. And, you know, bring some light to the situation because I wasn't aware of it until I happened to just be scrolling. Minding my business, kind of. But, yeah, that's that's my words of advice is to remember that, you know, if black lives really matter, y'all want to get angry one time let's get angry every time let's keep it consistent people and that's all i got um my words of advice aren't going to be as deep as that but (laughs) at the same time i do think everyone should know that everybody doesn't deserve your mercy i understand that you know hey it's being a bigger person to not you know respond or react to the things that people have done to you but also I realize that some people are vindictive in this world and some people are doing things intentionally to hurt you and not necessarily for their, you know, for their, to be, to better themselves, for their betterment. And when people do things intentionally to hurt you, they don't deserve your mercy. You know how I feel about mercy. How do you nah, feel you, about mercy? You don't. You don't. <laughs> no, I don't. Nah, nah, nah. I, I really, I never, I never really thought about it, to be honest with you. I mean, 
do I consider myself a merciful person? I guess in a sense. I don't know. That's interesting. I mean, maybe that's something for, for next episode. I'm, I'm going to think about that. Something for you to explore. I would consider yeah. you a merciful person. Okay. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. Time. Yeah. I feel like it's only right to end with, with mercy. <laughs> 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 who's on? Who's on? Who's, who's on that song? It's obviously Big Sean, Kanye, Push, Push. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Dude. Chains not on that song. Chains, Chains not on Mercy. No, Chains on there. Yeah, come on, come on, baby. That's come the verse on, you got. Baby. That's the verse. Hey, the verse. You got to put the verse in there. Got to put the Chains <laughs> verse. You, yeah, you know I'm, I'm good for Chains verse. <laughs> With that being said. This has been the No Boundaries Podcast. Thank you for listening. Now catch up to my campaign. Cool the color of mayonnaise. I'm drunk and high at the same time. Drinking champagne on the airplane. Spit rounds like a gun range. Beat it up like rampage. Haunted bands. Touch your girl. Now your girl need a band-aid. Grade A. A1. Chain the color of Acon. Black diamonds. Backpack rhyming. Co-signing by Louis Vuitton. Horsepower. Horsepower. All this polo on. I got horsepower. Pound of this cost 4000 I make a rain. She want more showers. Rain. Rain. Foreign. foreign, all my cars is foreign, foreign. all my bras is foreign, foreign. money oh, tall oh, like oh, Jordan. Okay. Okay.